Hey everybody, this is Robert Yerby and this is one interesting thing about insurance. Thanks for listening. I am an insurance professional. I've been in the business, oh, I don't know, since 1998. However, I I don't I don't like to mention that too much because it doesn't get me anywhere. All right. I have learned that nobody cares, nobody's impressed by that. And unfortunately, I'm the I'm the insurance nerd on the couch next to his buddy, elbowing him, saying, yeah, well, you know, the reason the Orioles can't really get any better by signing big free agents is that they can't afford the insurance contracts to insure those long-term free agent deals. That's why you're not getting any of the what the Aaron Judges of the world, the Carlos Correas, the Trey Turners, and whatnot. I, I do, in fact, have a friend who's a, a pretty big Orioles fan, and I do like debating stuff like that with him. And you know what? Uh, I, would, I would love here in the middle of winter, during what the, the college bowl season, the ooh, very end of the NFL football season, every other sport seems to be going on. Soccer, hockey, basketball. I actually want to talk about a little baseball. Yeah. Now, I happen to be I happen to be a big baseball guy, and for me, the season never really ends. After the World Series, you've got the start of free agents, and and in in some more recent years, I feel like it took a long time for things to get going. But in this particular year, it's been fast and furious, and uh, that's been kind of exciting. I, I think if you're not into baseball, maybe it got lost in the mix. But there's there's something going on. And I, I don't know if, yeah, if I don't know if it's on the radar of non-baseball fans, but it's it's fascinating from an insurance perspective. And here's where I normally would say, well, I don't really want to talk about insurance for a while. But all of this has so much to do with insurance, and and that's why it's fascinating to me. So if, if you're if you're a baseball fan, I think you're going to like this this episode. If if you're just an insurance nerd and you really don't know a whole lot about baseball, I'm I'm hoping you'll still love this too. And any sports fan that wonders how insurance might impact roster decisions and decisions on the field, um, some very cool stuff has been happening. Maybe not so cool if you're if you're Carlos Correa or his agent Scott Boris, but let me catch you up. So, um, really quick version. Uh, Carlos Correa plays shortstop. He's a pretty good baseball player. Um, however, I think he's I think he's a scumbag because he's one of those Houston Astros cheaters from 2017. Not only that, he's unapologetic about it. I've never seen an apology, not one that was worth a darn. Uh, the guy's a scumbag in in this podcaster's humble opinion. Now, fast forward several years. Uh, he's not on the Astros anymore. He signed with the Minnesota Twins, a three-year deal worth $100 million and change with uh, opportunities for him to opt out. He plays with the Twins for a year. Then he decides eh, he could probably make some more money elsewhere. Or maybe he just wanted to get out of Minnesota. I, I don't really know. But he makes the decision to opt out of his remaining two years in Minnesota. And he's a free agent again. And, and a lot of things were happening. A lot of players got signed here right out of the gate. Uh, Trey Turner, Aaron Judge come to mind. 
you know, my Cubs signed Dansby Swanson, her Swanson, excuse me. And just, I mean, a lot of dominoes were falling. And Carlos Correa and his agent and the San Francisco Giants announced that they had a deal for 13 years and $350 million, I believe was the number. 13 years, $350 million. That's, that is a, a big enough number that, that puts him in, you know, the, the top 10 total value contracts ever in major league baseball. So big deal, big deal. And, you know, cheating aside, I mean, he is a really talented player. I understand why he might attract that kind of money. But the announcement was made, and actually I think that there was a press conference scheduled and everything, and then wouldn't you know it, the press conference is canceled, and the deal is off. And as quickly as the deal is off, there's an announcement that Correa is going to sign with the Mets for 12 years and $315 million. Why the sudden change? Well, we don't get a lot of details from San Francisco right right afterwards. And we don't get we don't get a lot of information out of Scott Boris and Carlos Correa's camp either. We just hear that there's a difference of opinion about the outcome of a physical. And so the deal was just nixed. Hmm. And and like I said, in short order, I I mean to me it was overnight. I heard that the deal with San Francisco was dead and that he was signing with the Mets. I, th- I think I heard that he was signing with the Mets before I heard that the San Francisco deal was off. So I was super confused. Well, hmm, a difference of opinion, huh? Well, when you're dealing with $350 million at stake, uh, you're going to be pretty uh, meticulous about the physical, right? You want to know that this kid's healthy. And uh, it turns out, I've learned since then, the difference of opinion was really about uh, a leg injury that Correa had sustained years and years ago. I I might not have the year exactly right, but maybe it was in 2013 or 2014. He suffered an injury. It was surgically repaired to to his leg, or excuse me, the injury was surgically repaired. And... Uh, to, to my knowledge, he he hasn't missed any major league time due to any flare-ups or any issues with this leg injury. Okay, it, in all the time since then, I don't know how many games he might have missed for other stuff here or there. I don't, I don't know about that, but what I'm hearing is he hasn't missed any major league time due to this leg issue. Huh. So that, I mean, that's that's interesting. That's interesting that the Giants would, after they've already announced this big signing, when, when they have, I mean, really no other big name free agents to point to, to, to show their fans that they're investing in this team, they, they'd call this off over a leg injury that doesn't seem like it's, it, I mean, it's not apparent to anybody else, you know, HIPAA regulations being what they are, you know, you don't get a lot of health information about anybody. But yeah, it's not apparent to everybody what killed this deal. Well, I have a theory. And it's too early to say for sure. The, the, the information may come out at some point. But I have a theory. And my theory is that the Giants 
really wanted to insure that contract and they couldn't find an insurance company, they couldn't find an insurer to do the deal or they couldn't find an insurer to do the deal at a premium that they could stomach. So what do I mean by that? A lot of you are completely unaware that insurance has anything to do with free agent uh, baseball player contracts. Absolutely they do. I know it might seem like these baseball owners have more money than God and they spend it freely. And, you know, ticket prices and beer prices being what they are. Yeah, they got more money than they know what to do with. Well, $350 million is a lot of money for anybody. That, that is real money for sure. And Major League Baseball player contracts are guaranteed contracts. If you sign someone for 13 years at $350 million and that guy goes down with, say, a leg injury in year one, well, the Giants would have to pay him for all 13 years, all $350 million. That's a lot of money. Well, there's insurance for that. And teams... Uh, you know, different teams have different appetites for how much they want to insure and, and all this. But generally speaking, uh, uh, teams like to have those those risks insured, or at least a portion of those insured. So, again, this, we don't have all the information, and so I'm just theorizing based on what I've you know, seen and heard from other teams and other contracts but my guess is the San Francisco Giants wanted to insure a chunk of that $350 million. And the insurance underwriters took a look at the physical and they, pardon the baseball pun, they balked. They didn't want to have anything to do with it. And so the Giants had to pull their deal. And maybe they tried to renegotiate, but they probably knew in dealing with uh, Scott Boris, uh, Correa's agent, that, that wasn't going to go anywhere. So Boris then pivots to the New York Mets and gets a deal done overnight. For 12 years, $315 million. But wait. <laughs> but wait. A couple days later, the Mets have a problem with the physical also. Hmm. Wasn't well, that funny? Yeah, the owner of the Mets, I mean, that that's a guy who seems to spend money pretty freely and definitely has this offseason. But maybe, maybe he needed insurance also. Maybe he saw the size of his payroll with all the fellas he signed this year, and, and hey, good for him for wanting to be competitive. But maybe he saw the, the bottom line and thought, maybe I should insure some of this stuff. He, he, he probably has insured some portion of these other free agent contracts he had. And, and so when he, he looks at the Correa deal that he's negotiated and he wants to insure part of that, he's going to come with the same problem, right? He's going to come up with the exact same problem the Giants did. They're using the same insurance, um, in, insurance companies. No, he couldn't get his deal insured either. So is it ultimately going to get restructured? Is it going to be a shorter deal? Hmm, maybe. So I'm I'm recording this podcast probably 48 hours, eh, not even, maybe 36 hours before uh, it gets released. Well, maybe in that amount of time, we'll have a little more clarity. But 
something's going to happen here. I I would be I would be really surprised if there's something alarming in the physical, which obviously we don't know anything about. We really don't know anything about it. If there's something alarming in that physical to the point where an insurance company doesn't want to touch it, I'm going to be surprised if even like the richest guy in baseball is willing to just look the other way, roll the dice on 300 plus million dollars and say, okay, I'm, I'm going to go naked on this deal. I'd be really surprised. So I think that there's more to come in this Carlos Correa story. If you're curious, boy, my team, you know, the free agents that they've signed, do, do they have insurance on their deals? Um, the answer is probably. Uh, sometimes we do hear yay or nay that, that a contract has insurance. Sometimes we don't hear about it when the deal's done, but you hear about it when the player gets hurt and then they end up on the injured list. And in particular, when they end up on the list, the injured list, that is, they end up on the injured list for months at a time. And then when they come back, you'll, you'll hear some executive at the team, you know, acknowledge that, yeah, you know, we're, we're receiving insurance claim payments on such and such. And that, that impacts, you know, how quickly that player returns. I'll, I'll cite the, uh, the Alex Rodriguez shoulder injury, injury example from uh, not that long ago. Uh, Brian Cashman didn't want to bring him back at $27.5 million a year, send the AAA kid back down, and lose his insurance claim payments. All of that, you know, the insurance angles factor into roster decisions and who's playing in that day's game, who's, who's, who's on the 26-man roster as opposed to the 40-man roster, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, a lot of interesting stuff going on here. Insurance, and, and I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm being serious when I say, you know, I'm on the couch elbowing my buddy. Insurance has a huge impact on baseball, and we don't really talk about that. You don't really hear about that in the broadcast necessarily, but it has a huge impact on it. Insurance is absolutely everywhere. It's definitely in sports. So, hey, let's let's check back with, or I'm going to plan to check back on this Carlos Correa deal. But I think I think we're going to hear more here in short order. And um, by the way, by the way, I, I don't know that the kid isn't worth three hundred fifty million dollars or three hundred and fifteen million dollars. Is very productive, but isn't it fascinating? An insurance carrier is basically pulling levers, saying whether or not this kid actually gets to play or where he gets to play. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right, yo. I hope that was uh, one interesting thing about insurance. If you like the podcast, uh, tell your buddies, rate us, uh, subscribe. If, and if you're an insurance agent, I'll tell you what. Check out bmfce.com. Uh, we do insurance classes in a webinar format. Uh, there's no reading. There's no tests. You just listen to me talk about insurance as if it was the most fascinating thing in the world. All right. We'll have another episode coming up soon. Thanks, everybody.